1: This is the happy hour. You
0: guys know the happy hour?
1: Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clearing. <laughs> C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. A 937 A Ticket and the TicketFM.com welcome in happy wednesday i'm surprised that we haven't had a, a mix-up on what day it is because this happy week day. this week is flying on by this is a happy hour 93.7 the ticket the ticket fm.com. nick saynard here rico there Hello,
2: Rico. Hello. How's the day? I'm back. Day's great. Day's great. It's uh pretty nice outside. Sun is. It's shining. It's a little chilly. Sun is shining. Uh, it was chilly this morning. I didn't know if it warmed up at all with the sun coming out. So it was a little chilly. Right. Oh.
1: Nick's happy. That's awesome. Nick's Tulane.
2: Happy. Uh <laughs> <fun>.
1: <laughs> Big victories. He, uh, uh, he just dropped. But he, he didn't get hit. He just dropped. He just it. dropped it. He just dropped it. a scoop and score for Tulane. How about that? What do you know? That's insane. <laughs> anyway, oh, <laughs> big bull them. bull pick Uh, we got the updates, and I'm in second place. And the person that's in first place has VaTech. I have two Tulane. So you're a big, big. Va- he
2: just dropped it. It is pouring. You're right. It's pouring.
1: Uh, don't forget there was the the Miami Ohio game and uh, what was it Appalachian State game mm-hmm. where there were 13 fumbles because of the rain. Love it. So we'll see what's happening. By the way, we're talking about the Military Bowl between and who is six and six only has uh, has one starter only sitting out only one starter on either side of the ball sat out for uh, Virginia tech while Tulane has like everyone, everybody, everybody's sitting a back. out, everybody's the, a co- backup, the quarterbacks out, the, uh, the wide receivers are out. The tight ends are out. Defensive backs are out. Tulane leads those seven zero uh, after a scoop and score on the first possession of the game. As always, sorry to Sorry to just completely go sidetracked there. 402-464-5685. The Honda of Lincoln hotline and the starter Heyman text line are open for you guys the entire show today. Uh, I will say this. I texted Nate. Um, I texted Nate and I said, mm-hmm. big green wave fan today. Nate Brennan, obviously yep. a former Virginia Tech grad. Yep. And he said, bleep no, tech covers easy. We have everyone playing. So there it is. We'll, we'll see what happens. But nonetheless, Rico, you were stranded
2: yesterday, man. I wasn't stranded as much as we couldn't leave the day before to okay. get here yesterday.
1: In time for yesterday. Yes. Where were you? Tell the folks where you were
2: and why you couldn't get here. Well, I was up in Orchard, and if you looked at the uh, Orchard, Nebraska, and if you looked at the uh, map before uh, Christmas uh, to see where all the snowfall was, there was a little purple zone. That's twelve to sixteen inches. I was in the purple zone. And how much did you guys actually? Did you get the twelve? No, we did not get the twelve. Uh, there might have been some twelve inch snow drifts because it gotcha. was windy as heck. But uh, I want to say we got like six ish. Okay, somewhere around there's still a lot.
1: I, I am curious what the final tally was in Lincoln. Somebody in in Lincoln who's who's obviously listening can probably let us know on that one. I always I never know what the accurate numbers are. Like they were saying. For a while, it was just 1 to 3, and then it was 3 to 6, and then it kind of got upgraded to 4 to 9, and that's the last kind of estimation that I saw. But then I don't think we got 4 inches. I think it was probably like 3. I I don't know. Somebody probably out there can help us out. It's tough because it continued to fall, you know, periodically throughout the last couple of days. But nonetheless, it feels like it stopped. As Rico said, the sun's come out, so here we are.
2: It was like 6 to 8 inches um, up there. So Nice. It It was a lot. There's a lot. There's some pretty big snow drifts though. But um on Christmas Day, we went from the farm into town, which isn't a terribly long drive on a clear day. Okay. Um, but with the snow, we had my father in law driving the tractor, um, just kind of clearing the way for us mm-hmm. um all the way, uh, on the way into town. And then on the way out, he put the uh the uh what we, the, the loader bucket? I, I I'm probably saying that wrong. Rachel will correct me, she'll text in. Uh, he put the bucket down and was scooping snow off the road for us. So just following behind him while he would scoop the snow, dump it off on the side of the road, and then keep it going. So it was uh, fantastic. Uh, once
1: again, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Heyman text line open for you guys the entire show today, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951 all open for you guys uh, the entire hour here. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, obviously Rico, it's the first time he's back uh, and he'll be back consistently. Cause before you were kind of on and off with the final I was four everywhere. and then obviously Christmas vacation. But then here we are, I uh, got plenty of stuff to talk about tons of volleyball news in the transfer portal. Goodness. Texas is adding everybody. Uh, we have to talk about a little bit of bowl game action because Kansas last night puts up 50, well, close to 50 points on UNLV and one of the biggest keys, and this is where we're going to start with Kansas. Kansas and, and Lance Leipold, um, they were able to get a nine-win season last night in the form of a 49-36 to 36 victory to, the, to uh, UNLV in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. How about this? Don't, don't forget, Jalen Daniels, not Jaden, not the Heisman winner, but Jalen. The other J. Daniels. Yeah, other J. Daniels out, gone, done for the season, has announced that he is going to return. To the Kansas Jayhawks, that's wild. They they play their backup quarterback Jason Bean Who yesterday. Was also a great, quarterback. who's who's also been playing really well really in because he's had to fill in quite a bit for uh, Jalen Daniels throughout the season. Jalen Jason Bean goes four hundred and forty nine passing yards with six touchdown passes. Does get picked off three times, but then you and also that's what have,
2: happens when you throw the ball that many. You, times. You're right.
1: You also have a quarterback in Neil who had 71 yards and a touchdown, who just announced a couple hours before last night's bowl game that, hey, I'm going to return in 2024 as well. So now you have a Kansas team that is returning not only their starting quarterback, not only their starting running back, but they return a lot of their entire roster after a 9-4 and mark here in 2023. Lance Leipold has something cooking in 2024 when guess what? Kansas state seemed to be on a down year. They just Mm -hmm. lost their offensive coordinator after winning the big 12 in 2022, Oklahoma state is on the down slope. It feels like, yes, you're bringing in Utah and and yes, you're bringing in a couple other uh, universities in Arizona state, Arizona, and uh, Colorado. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, Kansas is in a really, really interesting and unique position here because the bottom feeder of the big 12 conference, that was the Kansas Jayhawks, In a very short amount of time, we've seen Lance Leipold go down to Lawrence and not only rebuild it, but build it quick while also getting commitment and and help from the athletic department in terms of new facilities being built Mm -hmm. here in the near future that guys are now wanting to play for him. And in a season, Rico, where I should say in an off season, a coaching carousel season, where there were a lot of kind of I don't want to say middle of the road, but just not the top tier jobs open. Yes. Texas A&M was open. Yeah. But it wasn't like in previous years where there's like LSU, there's USC, there's Oklahoma. It's not like that. It
2: wasn't job after job. Yeah, after job. It was, up. it was. And you like, can say middle of the road because it's not. I don't think that's an insult to, to I, Lance Leipold no. because they're not. Again, like you're, you're saying, they're not the top of the top echelon jobs. And even if they were. This might seem like an insult. I don't know if they'd be looking at Lance Leipold to take over those jobs, but not yet. Maybe those not yet, but those middle of the road jobs are those jobs that maybe are a step up from Kansas. Where every couple of years you have mm-hmm. those teams like a Duke, like a I know these jobs weren't open, but an Auburn, an Ole Miss, uh, Mississippi State, yeah, that jump up to the top and are in consideration for some pretty, pretty nice uh, postseason things going on for them. So Those jobs opening up would be very, you know, detrimental to Kansas in keeping Lance Leipold, especially with what he's been able to do. Not only rebuilding, but re-energizing Lawrence in the fall semester where they're just waiting for for basketball season to start. Now they have something to look forward to with Lance Leipold and and his coaching staff down there. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.
1: And that's kind of my point is that in a season where Michigan state was open, Duke was open. Northwestern was open for a while. A lot of these jobs that like, is it a step up from Kansas? Absolutely. It is, but my, maybe now after a nine, one season and we'll see if, if Lance and his staff and the, the program can do it consistently, but they, they just got a quarterback. Raph was telling me, obviously Raph friends with Lance Leipold, Um, But Raph was telling me that, that Kansas just got a four-star quarterback that uh, here, and I, I'm going to try to find um, Kansas football recruiting. I'm going to mm-hmm. try to pull up their recruiting class. Uh, that they just they signed a four-star quarterback, Isaiah Marshall. It looks like so Isaiah Marshall, who had offers from multiple SEC schools: Kentucky, Louisville, Michigan, Ole Miss, uh, Syracuse. Uh, let's see who else we got here: Kentucky, Cincinnati. There, there's a lot of bigger name schools that now, guess what? Kansas is winning over. And and the, the Jayhawks are, are certainly in just, what is it now? Uh, it'll be year four next season mm-hmm. under Lance Leipold. Lance Leipold got there in 2021. He went two and 10. He went six and seven with a bowl game loss to the Arkansas Razorbacks in the Liberty Bowl. And then guess what? He follows it up with a nine and four season in the and a win in the guaranteed rate bowl. Lance Leipold now 17 and 21 at Kansas. We're not trying to say... That Lance Leipold is like the second coming, one of the best coaches in the country. But you have to—it's—it's it's, it's pretty commendable the job that he's done in a program that before Lance Leipold got there, in, in 2020, 0 and 9, 2019, 3 and 9, 2018, 3 and 9, one win, two win, zero, three, three, one. This is their first season that they have gotten over. Let's see. Well, discounting the six wins that he got in 2022, this is the first time that they've gotten over three wins since 2009. That's ridiculous. that's incredible. Lance Leipold in his last in his last two seasons has a fit total of 15 wins, and in seasons 2021, 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016, and
2: 2015. They had a total of three, six, nine, eleven. 11. I mean, what he's done at Kansas to, as you said, rebuild the program after that. It's incredible. It is, ri- is ridiculous. What an
1: unbelievable job. And, and part of this credit goes out to Lance Leipold because a lot I'm sure there were phone calls. I'm sure there were conversations. I'm oh, sure there was
2: interest. If there wasn't, then that's not 80s
1: doing their job. But. it's really commendable what Lance Leipold has been able to do at Kansas in just three short years. He's gotten them into the top 25. They were ranked as high as 19th. I believe in the, in the AP poll this season, they've uh, been ranked as high as 16th in the college football playoff poll before, but you look at what in just a short time he's turned Kansas once again, a bottom feeder in this. I mean, lower than we could ever, I think, imagine
2: like that's, like, when you say bottom feeder, like, that's what you picture. Is yeah. Kansas the last, you know, before Lance Leipold got their amount of years. Like, that. that is what a bottom feeder of a camp conference looks like. Mm-hmm. You're looking at them, and it's practically, again, they had three wins, so they were beating some people. But that's pretty much, you look on your schedule, and you're like, okay, this is a game where our starters should be out by halftime. Our starters should be out yeah. by the third quarter. You shouldn't be playing in the fourth quarter. We'll be able to get some. This is one of the four games that your freshmen play in. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. So I, I just wanted to put that out there as Kansas defeats UNLV
1: last night, 49, 36 in the guaranteed rate bowl. Um, just I mean, what a victory, not only last night for Kansas, but on a big picture scale, right, where Kansas is able to ha- find a coach that is number one, happy in Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I, not that Lawrence isn't a good city. It's a cool city. It's a good college town. It was nice. Um, I've been there once. But when you look at at Kansas, right, not as Rico mentioned, not necessarily known for the football program, but here they are. Lance Leipold has found enough success to where uh, the folks down in Lawrence and around it, you know, the 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 boosters of that university are willing to put in money towards the football department. Specifically, they're getting new facilities built. They're redoing the stadium. They're making it bigger. They're adding seats. The renovation of the stadium.
2: Looks nice.
1: <laughs> like, who would have thought that that is taking place at Kansas when you've been such a disappointing and, and disaster of a football program for so many years from, I mean, goodness sakes. This is well, since I mean, after Mangino left. Since 2008. 2008, you had eight wins. This is the the most wins they've had in a season since 2007 when they went 12-1. and one. And, I mean, you're I believe on this. that was Mark Mangino. You're, you're, correct me if I'm wrong. You're, yeah, you're right. You're on this upward trajectory of heading towards double-digit wins in a in a conference that's losing their two best teams, mm-hmm. Texas and Oklahoma. Like, the, the Big, Ten, the Big well, 12. Well, apparently
2: not with kids. <laughs> that's right. The Big 12
1: is wide open here. It's wide open for the taking. Houston is is under a new head coach in Willie Fritz, the former head coach of Tulane. Oh, houston about uh, to be a powerhouse. UCF, we'll see what happens there. I, I mean, like, you have these new universities. BYU was having a down year. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati had a down year after Fickle left. Kansas state had a bad
2: year year after winning the big same with Oklahoma state TCU after making the playoff had a down year. Yeah.
1: So, I mean that the big 12 conference is wide open and now it doesn't feel so immature and, and irrational to have this conversation of like, is Kansas good enough to compete for a big 12 title in year Mm. in what will be year four of Lance Leipold. I, I, and so once again, just in a year where the Michigan state jobs were open, the Oregon state jobs were open, the, uh, Dukes, the Northwesterns, the uh, I'm trying to think of just other smaller, smaller Power Five institutions I mean, that Houston. do that do have more money dedicated to football specifically than Kansas does. Honestly, Houston would have been a good spot. I don't, maybe not. I don't know. No, I don't know. No, I I don't know about Houston, but nonetheless, like in a better conference, like yeah. if you join the Big Ten, right? And and mainly, I'm talking like Michigan, Michigan State, State in this case, Indiana as well.
2: Oh yeah, that job. Was right?
1: right? Would that but nonetheless, like it's, that it's would a have it's been a place where you
2: situation where he started, right? A basketball school with a mm-hmm. with a football team that's underperforming mightily. Uh they had a had a good year. Their good year was closer than Kansas's was, but they had a good year and now they're, you know, underperforming. It's one of those schools where everybody's just waiting for basketball. It would have kind of been like the same type of rebuild, but it would have been in it would have been big would 10 that be money. A, would that obviously big time money? Would that be a more actually that's not would it be? That's a more talent rich area. To recruit from,
1: yeah. Well, I, I mean, and I think what Lance Leipold has shown us is that it's it's not all money here. Um, and and the job he's been able to do, uh, not only at Whitewater back when he was there, but also at Buffalo as as when we, I mean, when Nebraska fans really started to kind of know, uh, Lance Leipold as well, for, and he became more of a national name. Was at Buffalo, right, where he went, uh, thirty-seven and thirty-three, went four games above five hundred. Kansas goes out, hires Lance Leipold and uh, now here he is 17 and 21 still four games below 500 but if you look in the 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 the, the trends right mm-hmm. and i think nebraska fans we can do this too with matt rule 2 and 10 in year 1 6 and 7 in year 2 9 and 4 in year 3 and they're getting their quarterback and they're getting their running back and much more returning next year in 2024 in a very different looking big 12 conference where it will be next year so all right so i just wanted to mention that I uh, just kind of think how how interesting that is after I was I was all those things were going through my mind as I was watching Kansas uh, defeat uh, UNLV last night by thirteen forty nine thirty six. 36 Kansas put up nearly 50 points in a bowl game uh, uh, against the uh, UNLV UNLV running rebels like right,
2: I- if Kansas can do it.
1: There you go. Let's uh, let's take our first time out. When we come back, I, I, I don't know if you guys heard the news today. Denver Broncos are going to be benching Russell Wilson this week. Man, where's Graf when you need him? Yeah, I know. Jared Stidham is the new man in charge for the Denver Broncos. Should so we we'll, call him? We'll dive into that. We cannot. We, <laughs> we'll dive into that right now uh, when we return. And then we'll also talk a little volleyball as there's been a lot of movement in the portal. A lot of that movement has been going to Texas and uh, a couple key names in the entire country did the rich get richer if you will uh as nebraska's obviously had a couple depart but are still young returning i mean their entire roster so there you go uh we'll talk about that as well as husker football news once again a couple guys have been confirmed as visitors in the early january uh weekends so we'll tell you all about that when we return coming up next here on the happy hour 93.7 the ticket